I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us today, we've got the doctor. Aloha. Producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And sound guy, Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. Welcome, team. You know, it's a bet you didn't know night. So listeners, you're getting the ILB guarantee tonight. You're, you're going to end the night smarter, wiser, better, stronger. Definitely stronger. You're make friends easier, get those promotions at work, fall in love faster. All thanks to the hour you spend with us this week. You're welcome. And there are a lot of podcasts out there. <laughs> some are good. Some are great. Others are not. But you have found your way to I Like Beer, the podcast, because of your impeccable taste and your cunning wit. So welcome aboard. Uh, Talent, I had a quick question for you. What, what are you brewing? Well, I'm I'm in the process of trying to perfect a strawberry blonde. So I just had brew day on Saturday, which was kind of fun. Each time it gets a little better, a little cleaner. Got through that and I think uh, came out really well. So we'll see. Ferment for about two weeks. And then we're going to try and uh, get some strawberries in it, see what happens. I'll let you guys know. I'll keep you posted. It's probably going to take about a month, all told, before we've got it in a keg and ready to drink. It's going to be a race. Yes. Doc, I think you live the closest, so... <laughs> you need to give us a little head start. <laughs> yeah. My goal is, my hope is, is I'm, I'm actually also perfecting at the same point a way that we can take the keg on the road with us so that we oh, can perfect. Uh, take it on our road trip at the beginning of April. So that's, that's also part of the plan right now, too. I've got the keg the right size. I just got to make sure I can get the cooler with the CO2 all fitting together. So that's, that's all part of the plan right now. You let us know how we can help. I will. Mostly it might just be drinking, but uh, I will see if there's anything else we need. I think we can help with that. You know, we're friends who love good beer, telling stories. So we turned it into a podcast. Yeah, I don't know about you guys today. We had rain today. So today I feel like we are a cold, wet podcast, uh, kind of like some of the rest of the country in winter. We actually had a real winter day today. I survived it. Yeah. I stayed indoors. It was tough. It was tough. Yeah. I had to put socks on, but other than that, I, I did survive. <laughs> I canceled a lunch meeting because I, you know, I didn't want to eat outside. So. <laughs> Can't go outside. You do not want to be out on the roads in Southern California when it rains. People lose their minds. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, and we are lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, beer mecca within a beer mecca. So please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And make sure, of course, find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, where I Like Beer the Po one. And I like beer, the Ta one on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And a shout out to our two newest followers. This is from 20 minutes ago on Instagram, Flying F Ranch. First of all, you just got to love the name, Flying F Ranch. That's cool. That's yeah. a great name. Yeah. yeah, that's a great name. Their tagline is, we give an F about beef. <laughs> and that's all true. <laughs> and I also found out that Flying F is the co-host of the Tap Into Traditions podcast, where local ranchers, farmers, and crafters are based. So hoping to have them on the show sometime. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that does sound awesome. And then on Twitter, at Jeff Gore, uh, started following us and said, podcast that drinks and has Jeff's, I'm in. 
<laughs> so I said, I'm quoting that. So there you are, Jeff Gore. You At go. Jeff Gore, you've been quoted. Perfect. So, And then also, don't forget, you can always drink with us and toast with us virtually on Untapped. Uh, again, we're pretty easy to find. Just look for all of us under I Like Beer, the podcast. I'm going to shout out my latest, Jason Cantwell from Roseville, California. I was my latest amigo mm. on Untapped. Mine too. I know I'm only the producer, but it was, yeah, I think that's my like yeah. fifth guy. That's nice. <laughs> I'll give Joe some love, people. I was, I was trying to well, I, I think Joe, just trying because to... of the fact they know you're not drinking right now, so they don't want to, it's you know, it's, it's waste. what they get. Toast. I get it. Nice, yeah. nice glass of water. What are you giving that water? Five stars? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. What were you even doing on the, the app? <laughs> On yeah, the what app right now? Yeah, you're right. I apologize. <laughs> I'm, I just logged out. I, that was that was wrong. He's me. basically thinking, okay. I didn't when say I, you could. When I can't drink beer again, what are the top ten? My first this ten is beers gonna be. He's putting his wish. Yeah, he's putting his wish list together right now. I don't blame him. I didn't mean to reprimand you for being on. I was questioning why were you on. Yeah, no. I felt reprimanded. That's all. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I have the habit. I don't usually do that in speech, but boy, my emails, talent knows, and 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 doc knows from work. My emails too, get actually. me in trouble. <laughs> no matter how nice I try to write them, everyone thinks I'm screaming at them. <laughs> I'll take it off all caps. The times we live in right now, too, I think. Oh, yes, I wish that was the excuse, but that's been my entire <laughs> life of emails. Oh, well. <laughs> one last, one last reminder, listeners. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Talent and I join forces with author Ryan Wolt to discuss books over beers. Yeah. Check it out. I, I check it out just so I can learn more. I, I read the books and I learn a lot from Ryan and Jeff. Uh, we just finished a, a, the Lager Queen of Minnesota, which if you're a beer drinker uh, and a reader, or even if you're not a, a big reader, it's a pretty easy read. It's, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Had a lot of good little beer kind of. I, we, I think the way we turned it was kind of like the if they wrote historical fiction about beer, this would be the book. And it was it's, it's well done. I think people enjoy it. You like beer? You like pie? Uh-oh. What's that oh, sound? You know what that sound means. It means we've been talking too much and we're getting thirsty and we need a beer. It is time. It's true. We're seven minutes in. We need a beer. And we're continuing uh, the beer selection we brought back from the Central Coast. And I think people had some different selections. So let's open up a beer and find out what people are drinking. No sound effects here. That was a real can opening. That was real stuff. And, oh, yeah. hey. I know it's too early for toast, but Tom, I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts. We've picked up a lot of podcast friends lately, so I've been trying to get out and listen to them. I can't thank you enough for not having an air horn sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're brutal. So, Talent, what'd you pick? So, I am drinking the Power Hour Pilsner from Central Coast Brewing out of San Luis Obispo. We visited Central Coast Brewing on a chilly evening there, but it was, it was good beers. It's a very good Pilsner. Very, I mean, it's a, it's a, here's what I would say with it. It's very crisp, very clean, uh, nice, clean finish. A lot of times, sometimes you get Pilsners and they have a little bit of an aftertaste to them. I, I'm not getting that at all. This is a super clean finish. It's only, I believe, 4.8% ABV. So again, it's, it's a light, which you would call kind of a crushable uh, Pilsner, but I think they did a really nice job with this one. That's what we've learned, that you judge a, a brewery by their pilsners and their lagers. That's right. Not their IPAs. Takes a lot more work and, and effort to create a, a really good pilsner and lager. So I, I agree. I think that that's a, a good way. And takes some patience. Yes, it does. Joe, uh, sorry, Joe. It's a habit. Tom, what did you crack open? Well, I stayed on Captain Fatty's boat this week. 
and pulled out a new one that I hadn't had. It's uh, Things That Make You Go, Hmm. It's a hazy IPA. And it it's really citrusy. It's got some orange, some pineapple, and then a little bit of coconut in there, I think. Uh, they call it, uh, this is a tropical fruit treat that is packed with Mackinac, Michigan copper, and Muteaka hops. And the name, you guys appreciate this, is inspired by CNC Music Factory's 80s hit, Things That Make You Go Hmm. I remember it. I do too. I do. I believe I was alive for that. Different than remembering it fondly, but I remember it. (laughs) This is a pretty tasty hazy IPA. Uh, Doctor, you would definitely be hopping on this train if you had it. And Doctor, what did you choose to start with? Hey, well, I'm really enjoying this beer by Slow Brewing for San Luis Obispo Brewing. Brought me the Hefeweizen with a hint of mango called Cali Squeeze. So Mm. if you enjoy a little... A little sweet mango in your beer. It kind of makes me feel like it's summer. It should be summertime. So thank you for bringing this. I really I enjoy it. Isn't that an amazing beer? Yeah, it's that, it's that was the star so, of the show. So yummy. Yeah, it's good. Bell of the ball, I believe I Bell said last week. Yes, you yes. did. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because I like to hear myself talk and say things like <laughs> "Bell of the ball." <laughs> you sound uh, good when you say it. Yeah, I'm going to have that one second. That really was a fan. Cali Squeezins, their their core beer, and then they brewed it with different things. But and it's always good. But I thought with the mango, it was it was spectacular. Well, hey, I feel like you guys don't care what I'm drinking. Um, yeah, which I, hurts I actually a little do. bit, but yeah, <laughs> I have a very special treat for you. I got into the uh, home brewing, so. Um, with my soda soda machine, the Soda Stream, I actually <laughs> brewed up a nice little uh, soda water. I used the triple bubble setting, so so that was pretty nice. nice, a little bit adventurous, and even dropped a little bit of lime in there. So, you know, I'm I'm enjoying a really nice homebrew soda water with lime, triple bubbles. A little out there, and, uh, yeah. H- highly recommend it. Hey Tom, when you're looking for your three minutes to trim. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a minute right there. Uh, so I thank you for the, the no air horn, Tom. Can I also thank you as I've been listening to these other podcasts? I was thinking, don't they edit? Don't they They listen through and then clean up a few things? And then a couple of them were uh, talking about how they never edit. It's one take only. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Get a Tom. For, yeah, get a Tom. Appreciate the comments, Jeff. Yeah. Everyone's got a beer, though. Or a drink, excuse me. Everyone's got a drink. You do. Everyone yes. has a Thank you. triple Thank bubble you. drink. So, Maestro, roll out the orchestra. It's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. All right. We've got toast tonight. I've got a quick toast here uh, out to Dear Moon. Toast to Dear Moon, Japanese billionaire Yasaku Maizawa is looking for eight regular folks, his words, not mine, regular folks to take with him on a private all-expenses-paid trip to the moon on on his SpaceX vanity project he's calling Dear Moon. Participants must be willing to, quote, advance whatever activity, end quote, they are involved in and willing to, quote, support the crew, which is Pretty open-ended criteria. Yeah. Yeah. But as an educational podcast and thinking it would be pretty cool to have beer with you guys on the moon, I think we're really close on this one. I think we we apply. See what happens. 
Listeners, if you're interested, find Yasuku on Twitter and apply uh, at Dear Mood. Anyways, it's nice to see a billionaire out there giving. So toast to fellow traveler, fellow dreamer, Yasuku Maizawa. Maybe we could start the first brewery on the moon. What would we call it? <laughs> oh, so many good choices, right? Well, how about like we could make lunar lager? What other? Come on, what beers yeah, could we make? Um, Some good ones. The Sea of Tranquility. Um, I don't know something, but it would be something. you're you're <laughs> onto something. Sea of Tranquility Sour. I think there's a lot of options. Not only that, would be the number one craft beer podcast on the moon. We, we, we would be. definitely be that. Yeah, right. At least, at least for a while. At least just for a minute. Distribution could be a little tough. I'm just going to yeah. say that. <laughs> You've got us. Yes. You're doing the brewing. Yeah. We'll take care of the rest. All right. Sounds good. Tom, you have a toast tonight. Yeah, I got an interesting one here. It's not every day that you hear about something like this. So I want to raise a glass to Nguyen Ngoc Man, a 30-year-old Vietnamese man who was sitting in his car the other day at around 5 p.m. When he heard a child crying, he's looking around, looking around, can't see any kids. He finally looks up and realizes it was coming from the 12th floor balcony where a toddler was hanging on for dear life. So he raced out of his car and positioned himself below her on the top of a corrugated roof. And miraculously, even though he lost his footing, the toddler's initial impact uh, on the fall was in his lap thus saving the three-year-old from certain death. Uh, the three-year-old, however, did lo- dislocate her hip and sustained other minor injuries, and man fractured his wrist. But all being said, that's a pretty great rescue. So hats off to man. Local government is praising the hero, but man said he is no hero, and he's still in shock about what happened. And Darth Gomez commented, I know what he means. He's no hero because what he really wants is for all of us to always look out for each other in the same way. Good job, sir. Well, yes, good job, man. Here's a toast. Good job, what a nice man. guy. What yeah. a nice guy. What a nice sentiment, too. Nicely done. Yeah. So where, do, where does that leave us, Talent? Well, along those same lines of taking care of our fellow man, I'm giving a quick shout out to Boris Johnson over in the UK. I'm sure... He has not had too many toasts or people shouting him out in a long time. Uh, but I saw this news uh, recently and I thought, wow, hey, someone, maybe a politician finally gets it. So over there in the UK, obviously, uh, they feel that they're starting to turn the corner a little bit with the COVID thing as well. They're thinking, you know, obviously pubs are about ready to reopen. So Boris Johnson has come up with a plan and he, he has said that he is thinking about slashing the prices of pints when pubs nice. reopen. Um, and that would be the idea would be is basically, hey, if we do that, we can give a, a boost to sales by slicing the tax that they normally pay on their alcohol and then allowing them to pass that along to consumers. So I just saw that. And I said, wow, every government in the United States or you know, I say in the world even should do that. I mean, think about that. We've been sitting around for a year waiting to go back to bars and breweries and pubs and restaurants and everything else. And, you know, we've all been trying to do our part and the government's, you know, sure. Stimulus package. Great. But how about cutting (laughs) the price of our alcohol? Um, That would show that you really care about us. I agree. Do I hear road trip? (laughs) Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm hoping they'll just do it here. I hope they see that and they go, that's a great idea. Let's do it here. But if not, yeah. By the time we got over there, they probably would have tripled the prices to make back up the cost of what they've lost. But, uh, you know, for now, I thought it was a great idea. Nice. Good to see you on the positive end of things here, Talent. Yeah, it's, yeah. Try to. 
Wow, oh, heading over to Rose. And I've got a roast here. I don't know if Tom saw this, but uh, the Washington team is breaking ties with Alex Smith. Giving up on a fan favorite, aren't they, Tom? I did. I saw that. And then I saw you had Comeback so player of the year. Uh, Comeback player of the year. You don't yeah. get to work here. I was too depressed to talk no about it. No job for so. you. Yeah. So, I was going to mention it, but I, I promised Tom I would stay off of all Alex Smith news. So there you have it. But I do have some good news. Rumors already starting that Philadelphia may be the next stop for San Diego hometown hero Alex Smith. So looks like you got another jersey to go by, Tom. Go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had a guest roast. We have a guest roast. Damon Adamo. That's awesome. Home nice. brewer. Yellow House yeah. Brewing. Beersy Award winner. That's true. Award winning guest host. Yes. Sent in. He sent me a message saying, I've got a roast for you. Story of a tragedy at sea by two men who clearly, and this is the roast part, clearly they don't listen to I Like Beer, the podcast, because if they <laughs> did, they would have been fine. This is the story of Jackson Perry and Noah Palmer, mates from Australia, uh, who left their beach house in the south of Perth on a sunny day. They inflated the raft and put a, a few beers in a cooler pushed out just to, to float out for a few yards out. Feel it. I can feel it. Wind picks up and they're lazing back drinking their beers. And 30 minutes later, they realize they can't see the shore anymore. Three hours later, they realize they ha don't even know what direction to go. And the mattress is leaking air. Uh-oh. Oh, it sounds bad, but it's much, much <laughs> it's worse. Getting, what could be worse, right? Yep. Yeah. Bull shark. Bull shark. <laughs> worse. Worse. Oh, no. Oh, no. They ran out of beer. Out of beer. Yeah. Oh, true. They're out of beer. Ah, uh, okay. So they're out of beer, and one of them has to, you know, they have to take turns hopping out and, and blowing up the air raft from underneath. Cell phone battery's dying. They figure they can make one or two calls, and they got to get someone to answer. Ends up there two and a half miles out at sea. They call their buddy Tex, who shows up uh, with a rescue crew on his jet ski and brings them in, and their response is, you know, although it was a tiny bit scary, really, it was pretty nice. They just should have paid attention to the wind, but really they had a pretty good, good time if they just hadn't run out of beer. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, we're, we're not above telling the same story two or three times. And I know we've told the story at least twice about how Talon and I, in a life threatening situation, went down the Truckee river outside of Tahoe right, with not enough beer and had to survive that three hours. I would say a good at least two hours of it without beer. Yeah, crazy. Right. And it was a hot day. So close up. I think we actually almost drank a Coors Light at one point because someone was willing yeah, to share with us. That's like, crazy. Because they saw the the state that we were in and they uh, offered us a Coors Light. And uh, You said almost, right? Almost, though. Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine the withdrawals. So the roast here for our Australian mates, Jackson and Perry, Noah Palmer, listen to I Like Beer, the podcast, learn a thing or two, load up a bigger cooler, and it'll all be fine. What's the worst that happens? Bull sharks. Sunburn. Right. That's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst. But you've got beer to get through it. But you got beer. So you rub a little beer on it, you're all good. Yeah. <laughs> rub some beer on it. <laughs> yeah. Sunburn or bull shark bite. Doc, I see you're up here for a roast. Yeah. You know, I got a roast. But it might be a re-roast because, uh, you know, but I have too many pints in my life. I don't, I can't, my memory doesn't go back that far, but. Did did we ever roast the Stedge Brewery talent? Did you uh, for their whale, whale testicle beer? <laughs> I don't don't believe I have okay. been anywhere near well, whale testicles. Okay, so well there's 
there's a brewery in yeah. Iceland, the Stedge Brewery, and they really they they make each batch has a a whale testicle in it, <laughs> brewed with it's like the size of a basketball. Right. You might think, wow. why would they do that? Well, it's for some uh, the Thorn Thorry Festival in January and February where locals celebrate ancient gods like Thor and Odin from Valhalla and eat food like their ancestors. It says we eat rotten fermented shark, sour cured whale fat, rams, testicles, and so on, because that's what our ancestors did. So I'm just going to roast them. You know what? You don't need to be making beer with whale testicles. No. I'm sorry. There and, you go. and again, if, there you go. it's one thing if you said, yeah, we're making it with whale testicles because it tastes good. It's not just, just don't just keep doing something because someone else did it. That's like <laughs> right. the epitome of peer pressure yeah. in middle school and high school, right? <laughs> do it because it tastes good. Don't do it because you just, hey, this is what we're supposed to do. You know? So it's bad enough, you know, so they see they don't have any trees in Iceland, so they can't like hang the whale testicle from a tree to, to dry it. Right. So they smoke it with dried sheep's dung, you know, oh, a little, little extra smoky flavor. More flavor. Yeah. Smoky dung. So, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just putting out there right now. We don't need to go to Iceland for a PGW chip to taste their beer. No, I, so, I think we need to because I'm just trying yeah, to I imagine. Disagree, like, yeah. let's, let's talk about the mouthfeel, guys. Yeah, what yeah, what yeah. do we got here? I'm getting a little bit of a sheep dung. Yeah. Yeah, just a little I'm bit of whale up, testicle. I'm yeah. picking, picking up, up some, some, some notes, some, notes some of no, hints of a smoky yeah. sheep dung. Yes. So that's yeah. yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, that's there you go. We do awful. not need whale testicle beer in this world. I'm expecting. I, what's the, the the key is is find out what do they call it though. You could probably come up with some pretty cool names for that one. So, yeah, I can't even find the name of it. I don't know. I'm looking <laughs> at it. Obviously, not real popular. I think it's called Walur. Whatever. Maybe that means whale in Icelandic. Yeah. Walur. Walur. Right. I'm there going go. with a yes. That's exactly what it means. Yes. Yeah. But you know yeah. the te- the whale testicle that's the size of a basketball. Weighs in the range of 15 to 18 pounds. Wow. It's from a fin whale, the second largest whale on the planet. So, so they're actually, Iceland is able, they're like for, they've got a little permit to collect 150 whales. So a lot of, uh, you know, marine mammal protection people say, you know what, that's just wrong. You don't need to be killing whales. What, you know, you're a modern country. You don't need this for your culture or whatever. Just, you don't need whale beer. So stop making whale testicle beer. Maybe you can find something that's like like artificial, like maybe you you know artificial whale testicle that you can use instead Tofu of whale real, testicle. real. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if there's a market for that, but probably just slow <laughs> roast a basketball over sheep yeah. dung, and it's not going to change. Yeah. It's not going to make it worse. You go down to your local brewery supply and say, "I just need a little bit of whale testicle because I'm making some of this weller this weekend." Yeah, just a wedge. Yeah, yeah just a little bit. Yeah, I apologize to all our Icelandic uh, listeners, but I'm sorry. Just another place where beer enthusiasts and environmentalists come together for the good of everyone. That is true. Actually, no. What we need what we need to do is really do take a trip to Iceland, bring them some of our great San Diego beers, and say you're just wasting your time. Come on. If your ancestors had made it to San Diego, they'd drink this. If we were there, we would try it. Yeah, I would try yeah, it. I'm trying. I, I mean, if I was there and they offered it to me, I, I would, would not try. try. I would try. It. No. Oh, come on. No. Notes of sheep dung? I'm in. No. That beats sparkling triple sparkle water. Think about the check-in on Untapped. I would need it. It's a unique. It's a unique. I never say no to you, a unique on Untapped. Think about the badge you'd get. Think about the badge. It's <laughs> 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 the whale testicle. Whale, whale. Yeah. yeah. Level one. 
Exactly. <laughs> I would never one. get to level two. Let's be honest on that. But I could be you a level would. one whale. You would. You're oh, hey, let's get off level two. All right, let's move you on. You got a roast. I, I need. Yeah. We need to change the subject. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no downloads in Iceland, Todd. You're safe. Yeah. I just checked. My, mine right. is actually in some ways not much better. I just. I was trying to stay positive this week, and so I really was going to stay away from the roast. But then I saw this this one, and I'm like, I just need to bring this up because I think it's so offensive in so many ways. But and it's it's a little dated. I apologize if it's dated and you have seen this, but everyone kind of celebrates Valentine's Day in their own way. And usually, you know, I'm okay with whatever you do. But I saw this woman here. Her name is Marilise Vandermeer. Um, I'm not really sure where she's from, but she posted a picture on Facebook with the heart of a giraffe that she had killed to celebrate the holiday with her husband. So she's a 32 year old woman that is a hunter and uh, her husband's gift to her was uh, he spent around two grand so that she could go out and shoot a giraffe. And then her response to that was to cut out the heart and then very romantically show it on Facebook and say, Hey, thank you for my Valentine's gift. And I just thought like, wow, of all the things, I mean, I'm not a fan of game hunting anyways, but why a giraffe? It's not like it's the toughest creature. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Gotcha. I just saw that. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotcha. Big tree. tall gotcha. things eating like a tree over there. Oh, look, gotcha. Lured it in with some carrots. I thought that was pretty bad. But then she also realized that this woman has actually killed over 500 lions, leopards, and elephants oh, during oh. her game hunting career. So huge roast to that. There's no need no, for that. Who is this about- woman? Yeah, exactly. So Jesus I thought I saw that. And I said, wow, that that is if I've ever seen a roast, that was a roast. So, yeah, sorry to bring everybody That's down, but uh, you don't I'd like no to, need I'd to, like to shove a whale testicle in exactly. her mug. <laughs> I mean, when you get your whale testicles in your beer, there's no need to kill a giraffe or any of those other animals just right. so that you can have a skin to put on your wall yeah. or a heart to put on Instagram or a heart to put on Instagram. Yes, exactly. That was some awful roast. That was tough. Uh, yeah. Apologize. But necessary. Yes. Yeah. Necessary. Yeah, I'm going to move on to pour one outs if that's all right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I've got a quick pour one out to pants and the United States military might as the United States Air Force uh, just decided pants. No more. No more pants in the United States Air Force. Optional. Pants are optional. Not doing it. And I, I just failed to see how we're going to strike terror in the hearts across the globe without pants pants are a mandatory part but nope no more pants it's done they made the decision that's it interesting can't wait to see What's the it next now instead is it like kilts or what whatever they want free for all whitey tidies they're out there yeah. todd and they're loving it, <laughs> loving it. <laughs> actually they're the navy blue shorts but that's not as funny <laughs> oh and talent you got a pour here, and it looks really sad. It is a little sad, as always. Anytime we see this, I think I've done this multiple times because I keep seeing more and more things from our childhood that is they're just getting rid of. So more childhood memories being poured out this week. First one, uh, you guys may have saw this. It was big news recently here. Six Dr. Seuss books will no longer be published. So, you know, get rid of those. Like apparently portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Uh, so I first saw that, and I was like, What? And then I looked at the titles and like, well, I never read any of those ones, so that's probably okay. <laughs> um, but anyways. Oh, the loser books. Yeah, they were the like, yeah, they were, that was, so that was a big deal um, for a lot of people. But there weren't any of the ones that most of us uh, read, like Cat yeah. in the Hat and One Fish, Two Fish. Yertle the Turtle. Yes, exactly. So those ones are still okay. 
then I saw this other one and I said, wow, that just kind of kind of ties into the theme. And Hasbro has decided no more Mr. Potato Head. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that. What? They're going gender neutral. First of all, did not know that potatoes had gender, uh, but apparently they are going gender neutral. They are no longer going to have Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They're just going to have potato heads. Not sure what that means. Um, but again, something else from our childhood that is uh, ceasing to exist. So pouring one out. That means the sales are down. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. don't really yeah. care. No one's yeah. talking and about they got us. a bunch of spud bodies left. So they're yeah. going to create something that, how can we move the rest of these spud bodies? <laughs> so what happens in Toy Story 5 then? Yeah, well, uh, we'll see. Potato Head's going to show up. And uh, there, there you have it. I don't know. I don't. What's well, a great question? But they have you asking, right? Exactly. They got you right where they want you, Tom. Yeah. They've got you thinking. When's about the it? last time we talked about potato heads? It's been a it's long like time. Like my beer, things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been toast, roast, and pour one out. was so busy cringing i forgot to drink my beer with our oh yeah better better get going so. <laughs> i fear that we're gonna hear more cowbell like more, more cowbell. cowbell let's hear it doc we got a second central coast beer what are you going with tom i got the the slow brew mango hefeweizen cali squeeze that you guys were so generous with yeah i'm gonna go with that hefeweizen as well look at us how much we like hefeweizens now and here's your sound effect Nice. I thank Five Suits Brewing, Nick over at Five Suits, for for reintroducing us to the Heffenweizen, because now I'm ordering them every time I can. You know what? One thing I noticed is with the Heffenweizens, too, that that kind of, again, maybe it's the gateway Heffenweizen, is anytime you introduce fruit into it, I really, really like it. Health nut. I would say with Nick, his is, it, it kind of brought me back to the, the just a straight Heffenweizen. Doesn't have to have fruit. Most of the rest of the ones. I, I do love a little fruit in my Hefeweizen. <laughs> Maybe because that's, you know, you, you're counting that as your servings of fruit each day. There is no doubt about that. I count this as yeah. double fruits and sometimes triple fruits. <laughs> if I have a full pint, it's it's three fruits. So, right. and this mango one, especially because it is juicy. One of the beers yeah. I have that I accidentally delivered to Joe. Yep. <laughs> that needs to go to Tom because I've had it. Talent's had it. Doc won't like it. So it should go to Tom is the Central Coast Brewing fruit salad. Yes. The Mexican fruit salad. Yeah, that's that's sitting in Joe's fridge for you, Tom. That is, Tom. We'll get it we'll get it to you at some way somehow. That pretty much is your whole week of fruits. I'm looking forward to it. I've also got that Heffenweizen. What are you drinking this time, Doc? You know, you guys really took care of me this time cuz I'm drink drinking Central Coast uh you know what I like. So, I'm drinking the Cervantes, their amber lager. It is Right up my alley, baby. Uh, it's you know I don't know how to describe it. I almost think it's it doesn't like it's got. I'm thinking like a hint of like it's not even a nut brown, but it's uh it's not super caramely, but it's got like a little hint of nut. It's really good. It's light a light amber lager. So thank you. It's malty. It is malty. That's there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, this good. this is a great beer. This is the one we were on a quest for. So I was very excited uh, that they yeah. had it this time. We, we talked about that last time. Daniel over there at Central Coast Brewing, they didn't have it on tap. So we we're a little nervous about that. But we asked him, he goes, no, I got some in the back. And, and he brought it out for us. So thank you once again to Daniel at Central Coast Brewing for setting us up. 
And thanks for these beers. Uh, the problem with this one is my wife really likes it too. So <laughs> you better drink yeah. it quick. Drink it fast. <laughs> yeah. And don't tell her you have any. Yeah. yeah. No, it's too late. Oh, well. Too late. That's all right. She's a pretty good egg, so I'll share. Yeah, yeah. She's all right. That's one of the good things about having a wine drinker for a wife is I don't have to share my beer. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Right. <laughs> right. Or if, if she comes and asks me, what do you think about there? Oh, you won't like it. It's terrible. Right. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Talent. Right there with you. Hey, and I have to echo what Talent said. This could definitely be your serving of fruit. This mango is fabulous. So thank you again, gentlemen. And and weighing in at a mere 5.4, this is a dangerous summer porch pounder. That's an ADL all day long, baby. Yeah. Right. I think it's really cool. Slow, like I think we talked about it briefly last week. Slow Brew has done a really good job. First of all, great venue. We went to the Slow Brew Rock venue, which was fantastic. I, I put it in my list of one of my favorite breweries in Germany, which is just ambiance. That, that the locale is really cool, and the way they have it kind of set up in kind of good outdoor and indoor a little bit of areas. The indoor was primarily was closed, obviously, but really cool outdoor area. They had live music playing and stuff, and so it was really neat. They've done a really good job with their brews. They have a bunch of really good Mexican lagers. But then they have this Cali Squeeze series, which um, they have like a blood orange version. They have a POG uh, version, which is the, what is that? The passion fruit orange guava or pineapple orange guava. I'm not sure one of the two, but they have that. It's really good. They have a tangerine. Uh, They've had, uh, I've had pink lemonade is another one that I have had before with that. Personally, the mango one I think is is the best. That's the one I enjoy the most, Um, but all of them are really, really good. And I, I agree. I think it's a, you know, it's one of those things where you drink this and you kind of close your eyes and you can envision summer. You can envision a warm, warm afternoon or, you know, being out either at the beach or by the lake or by the river or at the pool or whatever. And, and this is just one of those beers you could just drink over and over again. So really, really like what they're doing. If you can get this anywhere in your area, I would highly recommend trying it. We were hoping we went over to BevMo right before we left town to, to see because the slow brew wasn't open yet on the morning we were leaving to see if we couldn't grab a whole bunch more. The fixer has a, she has made sure that some were marked just for her. <laughs> <laughs> she saw how fast I was going through them, I think. <laughs> yeah. I know you can get occasionally, I, I occasionally hear locally even where we are at BevMo, you can find some of their stuff. That's where I got the pink lemonade one, I think last summer. So I haven't been back in a while, but I, I'll be interested to see if they have, if they've been able to distribute it, you know, here even locally a little bit. And they're unfiltered, so can't sit on them too long. You got to go enjoy them. No, no. Yeah. Fresh. I was looking at their lineup here and a couple of these stouts that they have look very tasty. So I'm going to have to definitely try this churro stout. Yep. Very good. I'm not sure if you guys had that while you were there. We had a bunch of them there. That was the cool part. We were there. We were able to hit, get a bunch of flights and, and taste out a bunch of their beers. So they do a really good job. It was so yeah. exciting to put new beer, unique beers on my untapped. Yeah. It's very exciting. <laughs> it's been a long time. It has. To put more than just one. <laughs> well, it's time to channel our inner Cliff Clavin. I bet you didn't know. Well, what I can't fathom is how one can drink ice-cold beer in freezing weather. Cliff, explanation, please. Now, how do you know he has one? Five bucks says he does, ten says it's a doozy. (laughs) You know, we are trying to enter a brave new world where all states, red, blue, everyone else learns how to get along together again. And we want to do our part here at I Like Beer. 
in helping Americans get to know each other a little better through beer, through stories, and right now through learning a little something new about each state in the union and how they go about their business. It's, I bet you didn't know, State Laws Edition 1. And a big thank you to our friend, friend of the show, T.R. Robertson. Right. Friend and friend of the show. Friend a long time before he was friend Mentor, of the show. Mentor, friend, yeah. Yeah, everything. Amazing man. Uh, he's been writing about weird state laws in the local paper, the Vista Press, for some time. And, and we've chosen just a few of his findings. You can check out his articles for more weird state laws as well as everything. I mean, he writes about everything. How many articles do you think he writes a day, Talent? I don't know, because I get tagged in on the emails, and I probably get at least two or three a day. So this he's he is constantly. He's prolific. Yes. Check him out, vistapress.com. Just search for T.R. Robertson. And these are weird state laws. Talent, you want to get us started? All right. So we're going to start. We're gonna, I think we're going to go alphabetical. Um, I'm interested to get your guys' opinion on a couple of these. So we're going to start off with Alabama. Um, so Alabama, these are state laws still on the books in Alabama. Number one, bear wrestling matches are prohibited. Didn't know that. Just in case you were interested, if you needed to, you cannot do it. Okay. You know, one thing I like to think about with these state laws is there's a reason why it's a law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. had to so make that point, a law yeah. Yeah. for yeah. some reason. It was a big thing. Yeah. Uh, number two now, here. Uh, this wait, wait, one, hold on. I got wait, I need clarification. Yeah. Sorry, we can't just let that go. No, I, well, that's <laughs> what I'm that, asking. Is that wrestling with the the bear, the animal, or just bear as a naked wrestling? Well, I think. It, it, well, the way it's spelled, it's bear like the animal bear wrestling. But I, I think a good lawyer probably could could make it go either way. Yeah. I think the it's other part Alabama. about it, it's yeah, it is yeah, Alabama. Alabama. And and the other part about this is is when you really look at it, is it you can't wrestle a bear or are bears not allowed to wrestle with each other? Sure, it's tough. Uh, so again, I think there's a lot further. of ways this could go. I could see at some point maybe getting to the Supreme Court there in Alabama to get a little more clarification right. on that. Yeah, right, right. because I'm not going to suspect that the Alabamians were able to spell bear, bear, bear the way they wanted. No, I, but I'm I don't step. judge I on that. I think but it's, it's naked true. wrestling. Yeah, naked it wrestling. could be naked it's wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With bears, maybe. Who knows? And yeah. I think if you're going to wrestle a bear, you, you should, be should do it bear. Because to wrestle a bear while you're in clothes, chicken yeah. shit. That's unfair. Right. That well, because the bear's <laughs> naked, so yeah. what the hell? Man up. Man up. Yeah. Or woman up. It doesn't really matter yeah, right? at this point, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Next law in uh, Alabama. Impersonating a member of the clergy is prohibited. <laughs> okay. Not really sure when you would want to impersonate a member of the clergy, but you can't do it. Sorry, guys. Uh, next one. Wait, 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 wait. You can't let yeah. that one go either. You know, <laughs> you know. At like the church buffet, yeah, they oh. gotta go. They gotta go first. So if you're wearing, if you know, if you want to go first in the the you know potluck, you know yes. the church potluck, you you wear a, a pastor's okay. Get up that makes and you sense. get to go first. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I thought about maybe trying to get into the the holy no. sacrament wine or something like that. Someone needed some yeah. wine, and like I'll just dress up as a clergy, walk into the church True. and grab some wine. Yeah, but I didn't know. Uh, next yeah. one. This one. It is illegal to wear a fake mustache. Ooh. Wow. That's so important. Again, yeah. um, that is important. Damn. Next one. And this one, I don't know. I may have been guilty of this at one time. I'm not sure. Uh, but you may not have had, you may not have an ice cream cone in your back pocket at any time. What about summer? <laughs> any time. At any time. Any time. Sorry. No, at, at any time. What about this from one's 3 very, to 4 p.m.? No, very clear. At <laughs> any time. <laughs> Anytime. How about, how about front pocket? Front uh, pocket? Front pocket's okay. Back, Back pocket, pocket. Okay. no go. All right. Why is that uh, a law? 
I don't know. What, what happened that required one, a law? Yeah, that's it, a good wait, This is still Alabama. We're still yeah. in Alabama right now, guys. Uh, Dude, this they, one, they, they, they got, they're just lazy to rewriting their crap. What well, this hell? one I think is, is critical um, because I, I really can see where this one came in. Uh, but you cannot chain your alligator to a fire hydrant. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> what? So, you can't chain your alligator yeah. to a fire hydrant. To a fence oh, post. Sh- what the hell does that mean? Hydrant. It means if you have an alligator and you're going to go into the store, you can't so chain him up to a, to a fire, fire hydrant, hydrant so you can go buy an ice cream cone yeah. to put in, your, put back in your back pocket. pocket. You can't Jeez. do that. Yeah. Okay. But you could chain him to something else. Yeah, you anything can, else yeah. is fine. The fire yeah. rack's good. The well, light if pole's there's fine. a fire, anything it makes else, perfect sense. No fire hydrant. Yeah. But if you're on your way to a bear wrestling event. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And your ice Just cream cone's melting in your back pocket. Technically, you could uh, chain your bear to the fire hydrant. There's no law against that. You're okay with you're that as long as you don't bear. wrestle it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't wrestle and it. And then chain the alligator to the bear? Yeah. No. Yeah, you're okay with that. According to the laws, you're fine. Uh, next one. This is actually very important for all of us to know in Alabama is that it is illegal to stab yourself to gain someone's pity. <laughs> Got that? <laughs> So you can stab yourself any other time, right, but if but I'm trying to make pity. someone else pity me, not for pity sake. no go. Right. Cannot stab. Fair. Hey, I'm I'm down with that. I will not pity you if you stab yourself. Right. I will mock you. Yeah. No, no. That's good. And and I think, I don't know how you prove that. I don't know how you prove that, but that's uh, what I would think in the court of law. That's what you look at. I, I would just laugh at you and say, how are you getting your alligator home now, fool? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, wait. As Mr. T would say, I pity the fool. <laughs> And then last but not least, and this one probably is the worst of all of these because I'm just trying to picture the parades and the the celebration uh, when, like, say, Alabama wins a national championship, which happens every other year. It is illegal to use confetti. Yeah. Think about that. There you go. It is illegal to use confetti. Celebration. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah, exactly. No celebration. No, no. Streamers are fine. Streamers are fine. Confetti is the problem. Confetti, no. So that's it. That's my my. Those were the top ones from Alabama. It's fantastic, Jeff. Where do we go from here? I'm heading to Alaska, where moose are a big deal. They are. You cannot view a moose from an airplane. Hmm. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, look away. I've done that's it. True. Yeah, no, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that is uncomfortable. No, you moose. know, if I see one in an airplane, I'm looking. Yeah. No, and no, you I can't. Am. You'll be arrested. Well, that ends my trip to Alaska because now I'm going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Furthermore, no moose allowed on sidewalks, yeah, which well, kind of seems like it's up to the moose for that yeah, one. Yeah, that's a tough yeah. one. To... Yeah, it does. <laughs> what if the moose can't read? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not familiar with the uh, with the in- infrastructure of, of, uh, of uh, the urban areas. If you kill a moose or any big animal, you must salvage the meat to be eaten. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah it makes sense. Testicle moose beer. There yes. you go. I can That's see it coming. It's coming. In Iceland. You cannot give alcoholic beverages to a moose. Hmm. Oh. Poor moose. But what if the al- the moose gives you alcoholic beverages? Hmm. Perfectly fine. <laughs> that, that's perfectly acceptable. And lovely. Yeah. And Are lovely. there statues of limitations on these? Because uh, <laughs> I might not. We didn't get that deep. <laughs> go back to it. We didn't get that deep <laughs> You might want to stay home for a little longer, Joe. Just for a little yeah. while, yeah. You cannot push a live moose out of an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a sh- you should not push yeah, a light. Probably just good practice. That's just good practice. I that's think. just cheap. Yeah, yeah. Let's just be honest. If you can get a moose on an airplane, or if a moose could, he deserves to stay, or she deserves to stay yeah. on yeah. that airplane. Yeah, land the plane. Him. Land the plane. Yeah, with the land moose. the plane. Let him go out that little slide thing that comes out. 
It's illegal to whisper in someone's ear while they're moose hunting. Well, that would be distracting. (laughs) What about sweet nothings? Should we give them a beer? Should we push them from a plane? Shh, I'm hunting. Hey, do you see him? Do you see him? He's on the sidewalk. (laughs) They're not just concerned about moose, though. In Alaska, I shit you negative, this is a real law. Kangaroos not allowed in barber shops at any time. Yeah, I knew that one. Everywhere else is okay, <laughs> but not in a barber shop. Yeah, no. What about How summer? Many kangaroos are right. in Alaska. That's probably the first part of this right. question. The kangaroos can be on the sidewalk. It's just yes. not in the barber shops. Yeah. And so, you can... so can the moose be in the barber shop? Yeah. Apparently. Yes. Just Absolutely. not on the sidewalk. As long as they didn't use the sidewalk to get there, they're fine. How often was this a problem that they said, no, we got to write this down as a yeah. no, yeah. no? Okay. I think probably what, after what, the what, fourth or fifth time. Probably fourth or fifth time, sixth time, maybe. Yeah. So it's perfectly legal to see a kangaroo out the window of a plane? Yes. Yes. In Alaska. Good luck, by the way. Yeah. As long as that kangaroo is not in a barber shop while you're looking out the plane. Right. You can't do that. Yeah. Or on a moose on a sidewalk. Now, those might all be puzzling, but this is the most puzzling Alaska law that that TR wrote about, in my opinion. If you get drunk in a bar, you must leave. I don't think no comment. There's just no comment. If you get drunk in a bar, you must leave. Just leave it alone. I think that might pass our irony sniff test. Uh, Yes. Yes. That is the greatest law ever. We've landed it. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll continue down the alpha line and we're going to move to Arizona now. All right. So this first one here from Arizona says that a man can legally beat his wife, but no more than once a month. What? Right. Got okay. that? Yeah. What? Beat his wife at what? I, I don't know. Uh, checkers? Chess? Checkers, chess. Um, but not more than once a month. But, but we can't have Mr. Potato Head. Let's be honest. Yeah, but don't, you cannot call him Mr. Potato Head, but you can legally beat your wife in Arizona, but not more than once a month. Okay. Uh, <laughs> another one, keeping along with the animals. Uh, it's really interesting to me how specific certain a- states are with animals, but uh, donkeys cannot sleep in bathtubs. Hmm. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'm trying All to right. picture that. Yeah, yeah I, I'm just trying to figure out how that ever happened. Get like your ass out of the tub. Someone walks in and goes, That's illegal, man. That's illegal. Ass? Get out of there. There's a jackass in my bathtub. Anyways, this one really interesting because it says, Oh, I just thought being... of something. I'm, st- oh, yeah. I'm terribly sorry. But if a man was angry at his wife for putting a jackass in the bathtub, he could. He could actually say to her legally in Arizona, get that ass out of my bathtub. You're in for a beating, but I'm going to have to schedule it for April because you got your March one already. That's, yeah. that's exa- perfectly legal in Arizona based okay. on these rules. Yeah. I'll see April Fool's Day. All right. This one says. Or he could say, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> I'm going to beat right, your I'm ass. Gonna... Because they cannot sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> that is very true. As many times a month as he wants. This comes up quite often uh, when you think about people that say, why uh, why the Second Amendment? Um, but in Arizona, when being attacked by a criminal or a burglar, you may only protect yourself with the same weapon the other person possesses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so again, oh. excuse me, can I, can I have your weapon so I can protect myself? Exactly. To clarify, no, no. First same of all, you type. have to beat yeah. that guy that came in or the person that came into your place, take their weapon up. To oh. protect your property. Oh, I so. thought it was only the same type, same type of weapon. 
Like, like, oh, it could they, be. I don't know. Maybe it is the same type of weapon. Yeah. So, like, oh, what do you got over there? Oh, Damn. Yeah, yeah. scimitar, yeah, scimitar. Yeah, hold on. I gotta go home. <laughs> yeah, battle axe. Wait, wait. My lightsaber is green, not red. That is a good point. Did, did the lightsaber have to be the same color? That's a good point. I don't think so. Uh, next one again, not sure it's a huge issue in Arizona, but apparently a big enough issue that there's a law that hunting camels is prohibited. Fair, right? Okay, all right. And finally. This one's pretty awesome that it is illegal for men and women over the age of 18 to have less than one missing tooth visible when smiling. <laughs> Just think about that one. What? <laughs> so when when you're walking through Arizona, if you see someone smile and they have more than one tooth missing, they are violating the law. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a bunch of states in, in the U.S. that... Uh, couldn't have that law because too much of their population <laughs> would be violating the law on a daily basis. Hey, let's not leave our home state out of this. That's not. Let's let's roast California yeah, too. Here comes California. Illegal to hunt wild game from a moving vehicle, except whales. <laughs> really? Yeah, because you need those uh, whale testicles to make uh, your beer. Yeah. Uh, because of national law, whales have been added to that list. But I think that should be the one exception that you can hunt whales if you're not in a moving vehicle. Yeah, right. I think you're right. Good luck. Good yeah. luck with that. You swim out there with your harpoon. Yep. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. What was my lady? Marilise. She will definitely try it next Valentine's Day. Yeah, Marilise Vandermeer. Make her testicle beer. Yeah. yeah. So she's got not only that, but then she can hold out the whale heart on Valentine's Day to show a romantic um, gesture. Thanks for her husband. It's illegal for animals to mate 1,500 feet from a schoolyard, place of worship, or saloon. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That's highly inappropriate for those kids to see that from a yeah. schoolyard. They should Animals should know better. Yeah, they should know Let's better. Let's be honest. Come on, animals squirrels. I feel sorry for the rabbits. There's and... a time and place. Hey, get a room. Get a room. There's a I like that place. saloons added on there. We must keep the saloons pristine. Too enticing for the folks in the saloon. I've actually broken this yeah. law. Uh oh. This next one. It's a not not the uh, mating with an animal. Okay, good. Just checking. Yeah, I get that. Well, no, you can not, mate not with an animal. Not fifteen hundred feet from a schoolyard. No, no. But you just can't be fifteen hundred feet from a schoolyard. No, no. Place this next one, I've broken. Hey, hey, Jeff, you're admitting guilt here. So, do you want me to edit this? I I am. I have I have done this, and I'm sure the statute of limitations has passed. Okay. It's illegal to ride a bicycle through a public pool. Interesting. Totally have done that one. It was an empty pool. They hadn't filled water in it yet, but I rode my bike through it. Nice. We won't tell anyone. And I didn't know this was illegal. I know, because there's a lot of people in my neighborhood that violate this law. Yeah. Christmas lights on your house after February 2nd, you may be subject to a $250 fine. Interesting. Kim will like to know that. <laughs> yeah, there's she, some people like I. I need to get the, that, that printed yeah. up so I can drop it off on some people's yeah. houses around where I live. Collect the fine. Sadly, I knew that one. <laughs> um, however, let's even be a little more specific. Certain cities here in California. Uh, did you know that in Fresno, it's illegal to harass lizards in a public park? <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere else is fine. Question: My cat. Love to harass lizards. Illegal in if, Fresno. They're legal because you live in Carlsbad. But if you were in Fresno and it was a public park, absolutely illegal. They'd lock your cat up. Yeah, lock lock your cat up. Okay. Like an alligator to a I'll, fire hydrant. I'll, I'll, I'll let her know. I'll let her know. 
What are harassing things for lizards? Are there, is it name calling? What are the ways you harass a lizard? Yeah, must have had a huge issue in Fresno at one point with lizards being <laughs> the, the lizards went to court with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, wow, this one, uh, tough to enforce, I believe. But in Burlingame, it is illegal to spit except on a baseball diamond. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes All actually right. well, dentist office should also be an exception. I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, very yeah. true. You that probably should have that as well. Uh, Long Beach in Long Beach, you cannot curse on a mini golf course. We should ask Doug about that. Yeah, that's hard. That is harsh. That is a hard because all, one. Anyone to who's ever mini golfed at any point has cursed. Yeah, for sure. And so to not curse when you don't get that ball in the windmill on the first shot, it's frustrating. It, a curse is coming. Yeah. Let's just say that. I have I have ended up in the emergency room after cursing on a mini golf course <laughs> yeah. story for another day. Yeah, no, it's I I think it. Uh, Blythe in beautiful Blythe, California, it is illegal to wear cowboy boots unless you own two or more cows. <laughs> I don't know how you prove it. Why two? Why two or more cows? One uh, cow's not enough. One cow's a hobby. One cow's a hobby. You're not a cowboy. One cow is not enough. That does not prove that you are a cowboy. If you have one cow, can you wear one boot? Nope. Uh, it does not say that. Um, I think you could challenge that probably again in, in the court of law. Um, but I think one cow does not prove you are a cowboy, no. nor does it give you the right to wear cowboy boots. Seems so I, I can see that. I can get a, I can get in line with that one. Uh, we could say you're you're all all cattle, no cowboy is what we would call that one, right? <laughs> that law right there. And finally, in Palm Springs, uh, between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m., it's illegal to walk a camel down Palm Canyon Drive. I'm going back to my last state <laughs> on the camels. Uh, you can't hunt them in Arizona. The rest of the time in Palm Springs, though, just don't walk them down the street. But you could walk them next to a parallel street. Yes. Uh, just only on Palm Canyon Drive. Anywhere else is fine. So you're okay on Palm Canyon Drive till 359. Yes. Then you, you move over Side one block. It. Make yeah. that left turn. Till 601, and then you're back. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. And then take your camel down. And then again, just I would keep them out of Arizona because uh, it's illegal to hunt them there. No, bring them to Arizona. Yeah, exactly. Well, they'd be safe yeah. there, but you don't know how many people are pushing yeah. pushing it there because of that's why the law is in there. So that means that obviously camel hunting was a big deal at one point in Arizona. So you got to be careful with that. Well, that's true. That's true. That's a really good point. Now, folks, that's just A through California. We didn't even get through all the C's. We didn't even get to Florida or Texas at this point. <laughs> think about what Florida and Texas. Let's put those ones out there. Florida's going to have the longest list, don't you think? Yeah. Texas won't have a list. It'll be zero. You can do no anything rules. in Texas. No, no rules. rules. Texas, is, <laughs> Texas is just Texas. Don't mess with Texas. I'm actually going to say this because we're very close to it. Yesterday was Texas Independence Day. How many other states in, in the United States celebrate Independence Day for their state? I'm going to go on record as saying probably none. Yeah. But they have a big celebration. Texas Independence Day, March 2nd, every year. Listeners, now you know. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. And that's not all you're going to know. Because, Doc, you got something for us, don't you? Oh, yeah. Welcome, ladies and gents, boys and girls, to another edition of Beer or Not a Beer. Here's how it works. I'm going to name four beers, 
three are real beers. One is no bueno. It is not a real beer. And hopefully you're playing along at home because so far uh, in February, no one has on this panel has gotten more than one right. So are we ready? Beer number one. Now, there's no theme this week. I could have gone with like whale testicle or so, but <laughs> today, today is potpourri. Okay. Today's potpourri. Nice. Day. It, it, it's nice. a variety. First of all, uh, you know, we've got our new bell. So the first one is more cacao bell, more <laughs> cacao bell, beer number one. And if you, you know, if someone asks you about more cacao bell, you say fork. Yeah. Beer number two is fork. Yeah. Fork. Yeah. Nut brown fork. Yeah. Beer number three. Are you, are you ready for this one? Sergio's old civil ass devil bullshit <laughs> ale. That is beer number three. Sergio's all civil ass devil bullshit ale. That's beer number three. And beer number four. It's kind of ironic that this beer is number four, but it's God gives nuts to the man with no teeth. That's a double IPA. That is beer number four. So there were some long long names there. So I'm going to go through them one more time. You guys listening at home? Here we go. Beer number one, more cacao bell. Beer number two, fork yeah, nut brown. Beer number three, Sergio's old civil ass devil bullshit ale. And beer number four, God gives nuts to the man with no teeth. How'd you like those? Here we go. Let's start with let's start with Joe. Joe, which oh, beer is man, not a that's beer? a good list. That's a tough one. Uh I'm gonna go more cacao bell beer. More cacao bell. More cacao bell. All right. Great list though. Great list. All right. Thank you. Tom. What's your guess? Yeah, I got to echo Padre here. This is a great list. I'm going to follow his lead, though. I want to say more Cacao Bell. More Cacao Bell. All right, influencer Jeff. Fork, yeah. <laughs> Fork, yeah, nut brown. And talent. This is a great list. Um, and I want to go either one of those two that they just did, but I'm just going to be different, and I'm going to say God gives nuts to the man with no teeth. <laughs> God gives nuts to the man with no teeth. All right, so uh, you no know one chose Sergio's old civil ass devil bullshit ale. Yeah, I couldn't come up with that. That is from. <laughs> oh yes, you could. Right. That is from a state that I think we're going to get a lot of weird laws. This is from Tennessee. <laughs> it's from Calf Killer Brewing. Calf Killer Brewing has that beer. And sorry, influencer. Fork yeah, nut brown is from Sacred Waters Brewing in Montana. And we're down to either God gives nuts to the man with no teeth or more cacao bell. And more cacao bell really is a beer by Twisted Pine nice. Brewing Company. The beer I made up and talent got it right is God gives nuts to the man with no teeth. <laughs> Which seems like it should be a beer. Let's be honest. Like it, it could be. I don't know if it should, but it could. You need like that could. whale yeah. testicle beer can to fit all that name yes. on there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you, doctor. All right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us for another round of Beer or Not a Beer at home. Did you guys get that one? Join us next time for Beer or Not a Beer. I had a couple warm-up beers this time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it shows. Good for you. Good for you. Loose lips. Loose lips. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. We hope you had as much fun as we've had and and learned a thing or two. Yeah, hey, I need to go uh, take down my Christmas lights real quick, guys. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Hey, I just took mine down like a week ago. I have to unchain my alligator.
Yeah, me too. <laughs> Make sure you share our podcast and check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Looking forward to next week when we'll do this all again. We'd love to keep drinking. Right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.